Have you heard about the latest drama in the crypto world? It's like a roller coaster with all the twists and turns. Oh, the FTX saga? Yeah, it's like a real-life soap opera, isn't it? For those who might not know, FTX is a major crypto exchange that's been in hot water lately. Absolutely. So Sam Bankman-Fried, the former CEO of FTX, his parents are now in the spotlight. They've asked a U.S. court to dismiss a lawsuit filed against them by the new management of the bankrupt crypto exchange. It's like they're saying, hey, just because our son ran the company doesn't mean we're responsible for his actions. Yeah, I've heard about that. It's not just a little thing they're trying to dodge. FTX is accusing them of dodgy money transfers, breaching their trust, and using their power at FTX to line their own pockets. It's like they treated the company as their own personal cash machine. And not just for peanuts, mate. We're talking about millions of quid. The lawsuit even claimed that they bought a 30,000-square-foot Bahamian luxury property, referred to as Blue Water, in 2018 for 18.9 millers in cash using the funds in FTX. That's a lot of space and a lot of dosh. Blimey, those are some hefty accusations. But their lawyers are denying all of it, right? They're claiming that the Blue Water property was used by FTX employees as a place of business, not for personal gain. It's like they're saying it was more of a company retreat than a personal luxury pad. Right. And it gets even more interesting. They're also accused of using customer funds to make donations, but they're denying any personal benefit from those as well. They're saying that the donations, including those to Stanford University where they're law school professors, were not intended to boost their own status. Blimey, that's a right mess, isn't it? And all this is happening after FTX went bankrupt last year, right? And after Sam Bankman-Fried got done for all seven criminal charges, including money laundering and dipping into customer funds. It's like a real-life crime thriller, ducks. Absolutely, mate. It's a stark reminder that no matter how groundbreaking or game-changing a technology might be, it's still susceptible to the age-old issues of greed and corruption. It's a cautionary tale for the crypto world, innit? Just proves that even in the decentralized realm of crypto, being accountable and transparent is absolutely crucial. Spot on, mate. And remember, folks, always do your homework and keep up with the latest. The crypto world is a bit of a roller coaster, but it's also full of chances if you're clued up. Let's take a break from the roller coaster and dive into the fascinating world of Bitcoin exchange traded funds, or ETFs as they're commonly known. CoinGecko, the crypto data platform, has just dropped some intriguing numbers. Ah, uh, you know how I love a good data reveal. But before we get into it, let's make sure everyone's on the same page. An ETF, folks, is a type of investment fund and exchange-traded product traded on stock exchanges. Bitcoin ETFs allow investors to get involved in this digital currency without actually owning Bitcoin. Now, let's hear those numbers. Cheers for that enlightening explanation. Now, let's switch gears a bit and dig into the recent moves the European Banking Authority has been making in the crypto market. Ah, the EBA, they've been proper busy, ain't they? They've gone and extended their rules on dodgy money and terrorism financing to include crypto companies in the region. Spot on, mate. And these measures aren't just for show. They're due to kick in on December 30th. Blimey, it's not just a threat. It's a proper promise. But seriously, this means that European crypto firms will have to implement the same measures as other financial institutions in the region, innit? Absolutely. The new guidelines are aimed at helping crypto service providers assess their exposure to financial crimes. This could be due to their customers, products, delivery channels, or even geographical locations. Absolutely, mate. It's not just about spotting the risks, is it? 
The guidelines also lay out how crypto firms should adapt their measures to tackle these financial crimes. Absolutely, mate. It's not just the crypto firms that are affected. The updated rules will also apply to financial institutions with customers who are crypto asset service providers or have exposure to crypto assets. Absolutely, mate. It's like a ripple effect in it. And the authorities will have to report whether they comply with the new guidelines within two months of the publication. It's a right game changer for the crypto world, ducks. Absolutely spot on, mate. And this ain't the EU's first rodeo when it comes to crypto regulation. They've been grafting on setting up a proper framework for the crypto market for the past few years. And don't forget the approval of the long-awaited crypto regulations by the European Parliament, the Markets and Crypto Assets, or MyCA. It's a game-changer for the crypto world, ducks. Absolutely, mate. After three years of grafting, the final vote was cast in April 2023. And interestingly, the deadline for crypto firms to adopt the EBA's new guidelines coincides with the same day all the provisions of the MyCA will enter into force. Talk about perfect timing. It's obvious that the EU is dead serious about regulating the crypto market, innit? Absolutely. It'll be proper interesting to see how these new rules will shake up the crypto market in the region, innit? Hey there, crypto enthusiasts. Phoebe here, keeping the crypto conversation alive and kicking. Let's hop across the pond to the US, where there's been a major twist in the bankruptcy saga of Core Scientific, a big player in the crypto mining scene. Absolutely, mate. Core Scientific, once the Bitcoin mining powerhouse took a bit of a tumble, didn't they? It's like watching a superhero flick where the hero loses his powers. Absolutely, mate. They went into administration in December 2022, blaming it on a mix of Bitcoin's price drop, soaring energy costs, and their involvement with the collapse of the crypto lender Celsius Network. Absolutely, mate. It looks like they've got their superhero cape back on. The U.S. Bankruptcy Court has given the green light to their reorganization plan so they can finally wrap up their 13-month restructuring saga. Absolutely spot on, mate. And here's the exciting bit. Core Scientific is set to emerge from bankruptcy on January 23rd. Their shares will be back on the NASDAQ under the ticker cores as soon as the day after they rise from the bankruptcy ashes. Talk about a proper comeback, innit? And it's not just the company that's hitting the jackpot. The existing shareholders are set to bag nearly 60% of the company's new shares. Plus, the firm's $400 million debt will be wiped clean from its balance sheet, and all creditors will fully recover their funds. And let's not forget the real heroes, the employees. The reorganization plan is set to rescue over 240 jobs at the company, innit? Absolutely, mate. That's a proper win-win situation, innit? And here's a little fun fact for you. Core Scientific reckons the restructuring plan has been made possible in part thanks to the hefty price hike in Bitcoin since they filed for bankruptcy. So, the very thing that caused their downfall is now driving their comeback. It's like a twist straight out of a Hollywood movie, innit? Absolutely, mate. It's like a proper real-life phoenix rising from the ashes story, innit? But in the world of crypto, I reckon anything's possible. Bind. Right. Let's take a virtual trip from the land of stars and stripes to the city of love and lights. The US-based crypto exchange Gemini is causing a stir in the European crypto scene. They've just been registered as a virtual asset service provider with France's financial market regulator, Ducks. Ah, you've got a real talent for painting a vivid picture with your words. So Gemini is now officially part of the French crypto market. Quite a bold move, especially with all the extra attention crypto exchanges are getting back home in the US, innit? Absolutely, mate. It's like a high-stakes game of chess, innit? But Gemini seems to be playing it well. They've also set up base in Ireland to oversee their European operations. Absolutely, mate. 
And it's not just Gemini. Other crypto firms like Coinbase, Circle, OKX, Binance, and Crypto.com have also shown interest in the French market. It's like a crypto gold rush in France, innit? Fortune favors the bold, innit? And in the world of crypto, it looks like the bold are favoring France ducks. Absolutely, mate. And for our listeners who might be wondering, a virtual asset service provider is a business that offers services such as exchanging virtual assets and fiat currencies, transferring virtual assets, safeguarding or managing virtual assets, or providing instruments that enable control over virtual assets. They also participate in and provide financial services related to the offer or sale of a virtual asset by an issuer. Cheers for that explanation. It's always good to keep you lot in the loop. So keep an eye on the French crypto market. It's really heating up, innit? You know how we're always banging on about the need for more diversity in the tech world, right? Absolutely, mate. It's a topic that's really been getting a lot of attention lately. And it's not just about ticking boxes, it's about bringing in different perspectives, which is absolutely crucial in such an innovative field like tech, innit? Absolutely spot on, mate. And here's a bit of news that's bound to put a smile on your face. BitJet, a crypto exchange based in Seychelles, has just rolled out a new initiative called Blockchain of Her. Oh, I think I've heard about this. It's all about championing gender diversity and inclusivity in the blockchain industry, innit? And if I'm not mistaken, they're splashing out a whopping $10 million in blockchain and Web3 startups led by women. Absolutely bang on. And they're not just talking the talk, they're walking the walk. They're also kicking off incubation programs for female entrepreneurs and organizing pitch competitions for startups founded by women. Plus, they're throwing an exclusive event called the Women in Blockchain Summit and Awards to celebrate the achievements of women in the industry. Absolutely, mate. It's not just about the dosh, is it? It's about creating a proper supportive environment for these women to flourish in, innit? Absolutely. Ducks. But why now, you ask? Well, Bidget recently did a study that uncovered some pretty interesting, yet disappointing, stats. Female-led blockchain startups, where at least half of the top dogs are women, have only managed to raise $1.77 billion in venture capital funding from the first quarter of 2022 to the third quarter of 2023. Doesn't sound too bad, does it? But when you clock that, it's only 6.34% of the total $27.85 billion funding raised by all blockchain startups during the same period it's a bit of a wake-up call. The rest, over 93%, went to male-led Web3 startups. And for those of you wondering, Web3 startups are companies that are building on the decentralized internet, also known as the blockchain. You're a natural at breaking down tricky stuff. And did you know that female-led firms only made up 8.6% of all startups in the sector by the third quarter of 2023? So there's still plenty of room for improvement in it, and it's proper good to see BitGit taking the lead on this one. Absolutely, ducks. And this ain't their first rodeo. Last year, they kicked off a similar $10 million scheme called Blockchain for Youth for young entrepreneurs under 30 in the blockchain industry. Absolutely, mate. It's brilliant to see companies like Bitget championing diversity and inclusivity in the tech world. It's definitely a step in the right direction, isn't it? Absolutely spot on, mate. It's a gutsy move, and I reckon it could set a cracking example for other companies. What's your take on this initiative, ducks? Let's keep the chat going on our social media platforms. 